TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's 9.30 in 716. Just like that, another year and the kickoff of the annual Catholic Charities Appeal. Help Your Neighbor Find Hope is a fitting extension of last year's theme to love your neighbor. You know, we recognize the challenges of raising $11 million, but we also see the need I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716, and after an extremely challenging year for Catholic Charities in 2018, chasing an $11 million goal amidst a burgeoning priest abuse scandal, again, the appeal looking for that same number. As last year's campaign unfolded and the status reports came in slowly, there was a clear frustration on the part of appeal organizers that the abuse scandal was being tied to the charity's appeal. The only connection the bishop and appeal hierarchy assure us is in their name. The money, as you'll hear, is managed separately and dispensed to qualified initiatives in need. And need in western New York, there certainly is, no doubt about that. So this time on the podcast, a look inside Catholic charities and their desperate plea to Catholics and all in western New York to help make a difference and help give a neighbor hope. I'd like to welcome you all to our newest uh, site and headquarters for our workforce and education program at Catholic Charities. Dennis Walzik heads up Catholic Charities and stood proudly at the entranceway that once was American Axel on East Delavan Street in Buffalo and is now home to a new training facility operated by Catholic Charities. Catholic Charities is very proud to be the first tenant at 1001 East Delavan standing as an anchor in this great facility and hopefully in this community. As Bishop Richard Malone watched thankfully at the appeal announcement and kickoff, this year's chairs of the campaign were making their case. We're excited to announce our goal. Um, This year our goal is $11 million. John Daly, along with his wife Ruth Ann, are this year's co-chairs of the campaign. They'll be traveling across the diocese and continuing the push for donations and looking for matches and incentives. It's a heavy but important lift. Uh, We realize that that is an aggressive goal. It's the same goal as we've had for four years in a row because, you know, we recognize the challenges of raising $11 million, but we also see the need um, for the critical programs Uh, and for the people who are the most vulnerable vulnerable of our population and helping them find hope. So uh, one other thing, even more exciting than, you know, the kickoff of this appeal is to um, announce how strong this kickoff is. Um, Today we have approximately $1.4 million that has already been raised. Yeah, and and that is just an incredible number to start out this campaign with. And um, we really hope to keep that momentum rolling um, throughout. I'm grateful to be among you all uh, to help to 
launch the annual campaign once again. This is one of the most significant moments, really, in the, in the diocesan year. Bishop Richard Malone, who just several weeks ago was being chased by the media at every turn to speak out publicly about the abuse crisis, stood at the podium at the Catholic Charities kickoff and humbly asked for the community's help as he took in the new training facility for the first time himself. Thank you very, very much. This center, complemented by the nearby Northland Training Center, will help our neighbors find hope. That's the key word this year. For this part of Buffalo, these developments are a significant blessing and a welcome change. Livable wage employment is a significant need, as we all know, for so many in our community. And we recognize that fulfilling this essential piece could reduce the need in the long term for some other services of Catholic Charities. But for now, the comprehensive services of Catholic Charities are vitally important to people who have nowhere else to turn in an emergency, whether for food or housing, for counseling perhaps, or even for guidance out of domestic violence situations. Help your neighbor find hope is a fitting extension of last year's theme to love your neighbor. Loving our neighbor, of course, as we all know, is one of Christ our Lord's most important commands to us. In loving our neighbor, we may fulfill their needs, but to consider another perspective by then seeking to help our neighbor find hope, such direction can result in lasting change. Bringing hope to one another reminds us of the hope that God the Father, Christ the Lord, and the Holy Spirit bring us through our faith. As the prophet Jeremiah remind us, reminds us, this is one of my favorite quotes from the Old Testament, For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future full of hope. That's God's promise to us through Jeremiah, a future full of hope. The program ministries supported by the Fund for the Faith also provide hope for so many and are critically important to the larger mission of the diocese, from our apostolate with deaf people uh, to campus ministry working with our college students to hospital ministries to youth and young adult ministry, especially leadership development among our young people, the Office of Cultural Diversity, and many, many other important aspects of our work. We will trust, and I will trust, in a future with hope as we seek to meet our $11 million goal for the 2019 appeal. It will likely be another challenging campaign, not unlike the last several years. With the dailies, and the rest of our wonderful leadership team, most of whom I've worked with in the six years I've been in the diocese, and uh, the many volunteers, and Tim and Dennis at the helm, we are equipped with the vision and the workers, and clearly the motivation. So with profound gratitude for past support, we humbly ask for your gracious assistance again this year. The generosity of the people of Western New York is undeniable. I've seen that continuously since my arrival here 
uh, a little over six years ago. The wonderful news that John and Ruth Ann Daly shared about the terrific progress already made, kind of a historic beginning for our appeal this year, um, affirms that our donors in our community understand the critical role of the appeal in healing, in uplifting, in educating and supporting our neighbors in need. But the bishop and Catholic Charities know the ongoing priest abuse storyline will continue to trouble and challenge the charity's appeal. And somewhat different from last year's opening push, they're facing that challenge head on. Well, it's, you know, even before the, the crisis of abuse of the past that came to light over the past year or so, uh, because of all kinds of reasons, it's becoming more, becoming more and more difficult to reach that goal. The bishop and I talking about the appeal, abuse crisis, and the new list of Jesuit priests released, and the weighty impact of it all. Of course, with the cloud of the abuse crisis, out of which I pray we're beginning to move, slowly but surely, um, it, it, that has also discouraged some people from entrusting their contributions to the church. Uh, hopefully, people can see that even if they're angry at certain things about the church because of the abuse, which I understand entirely, uh, to hold back contributions to Catholic charities only hurts more people, do you know? People who need our help. And um, as I've said a thousand times, none of the monies we're giving out to victims through the reconciliation program come from the charity's appeal. They're all separate, separate funding. So hopefully our people in western New York have big hearts and hopefully will again rise to the occasion. As you say, you know, trying to emerge out of the crisis and obviously you're working toward that goal every day. Yet today another list comes out, not by your diocese, but by the Jesuits. I mean, it, it, it just seems but it, like you it, know, it it's, it's awful, but it all has to come out into the light. That's, that's the key, you know. Uh, in this diocese, when I arrived, um, I learned that there were a number of priests who had been removed from ministry decades before I came. Um, we're still working on getting those cases to go to Rome because that didn't happen. But the, the fact, it's been painful, but the fact that this has come out into the light is the only way we can, we can move forward and be purified and renewed. There has to be that transparency that's been missing in the past. And we're sure committed to that now. We have to be. The people expect it. I know they announced today that uh, you can you can uh, you know dedicate your funds toward a, a certain goal within within Catholic Charities. Do you think that's an important aspect? This I year? think it's important just because it's possible that people who are so upset with the church because of the abuse crisis who might decide not to give at all um, if they have the choice to designate that might catch their attention so they can give to Catholic Charities specifically give to the Fund for the Faith. The diocese really needs the Fund for the Faith monies too, to go about our work of evangelization, training our young adults to be Christian leaders, uh, caring for people in hospitals and prisons, all that stuff's part of it. So hopefully they'll come through. And you mentioned that curve of where we're at with the, with the whole crisis. Where do you feel you're at with, with regard to dealing with it? I like to think, it's not over yet, there's no question about that. Um, but I like to think that we're beginning to, to turn the corner, or at least to see the corner ahead of us. Uh, we just have to keep, keep committing ourselves, I do as leader and others, to accountability, to transparency, and just to doing the right thing.
The Catholic Charities Appeal runs through June 30th and will continue to update its progress along the way. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.